we decided to do something a little different this week because Zeus and I are up here in uh, British Columbia with our Canadian and American friends. You'll recognize a couple guys, our Mr. Fluffy guys, <laughs> Clayton Stedman and Jeff Stegman. And then we have our dear healer, I think John Land here works on all of us and has worked yes. on some of you for yes. years. An amazing, well, there's a high degree of intuition besides practitionership and what you do, deep, deep knowledge about the human body and mechanism and spirit. And then we have Jeff's partner, Audrey Calcia, who is a musician and a kirtan artist. And they're in Cincinnati, Ohio, and doing some really amazing things back there, and a beautiful pianist and singer. Wow. <laughs> so an artist through and through and gentle soul. And uh, we were joined with some other people. There were about 12 of us last night around the Thanksgiving dinner table here in Canada. Their, their Thanksgiving comes before ours in the United States and ended up in just some phenomenal discussions. But that's normal. I think that's why we all <laughs> like gathering is we're all very similar kind of consciousness and mm -hmm. the way we view life. And so we ended up in some, well, everywhere from... Well, we talked about brain health, we talked about solar flares, tomatoes not growing, we talked about healing from blue light technologies, gender fluidity, shall I go on it? We're, so we're gonna get into this conversation because what was interesting about it is a lot of little bubbles of information came out of what I call news you can use from my newsroom days. Things that we can take home, we can use instantly to start improving our own health or our, our brain function profile. And so that's what this conversation is about. And on that note, before we even go there, tomorrow I'm going to be doing an interview with Mr. Fluffies about some new technologies coming up. <laughs> Everybody loves your technology. And uh, we're going to be talking about a program that is, is transforming the effects of EMFs and another one that has to do with brain optimization, which is, I think, kind of how the whole brain thing came up. And we're going to do some down-home remedies as well. So... I want to start talking about some things that have gone on and what happened in our dinner conversation last night because oddly enough it started with a question about tomatoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that how it started? Uh, yeah. We start talking about tomatoes. The California tomato situation. So what I was sharing is that for some bizarre reason the last few years and this year in particular was the worst, nobody could grow tomatoes. And this is in the Sacramento Valley, the breadbasket of California and, and, and really the United States. And people's tomatoes weren't growing. Even master gardeners weren't getting their tomatoes to grow. They'd get a handful off of a half a dozen or a dozen plants. And this has been progressing for about four or five years now. So we started discussing what could be the factors. Now, one thing we talked about is the potential of chemtrails. We were thinking, what do all of these areas in a wide spread out area have in common? And the only thing they have in common is the sky. They don't have the same soil. They don't have the same water sources. They all do different gardening practices but no matter what, their tomatoes weren't coming to fruition. So we talked about the potential of chemtrails maybe having reached a saturation point, right? So you're talking about barium, uh, aluminum, aluminum. In the soils, you know, the drought, the soils. Yeah, you were saying mm. that aluminum, the barium, aluminum, and strontium are the mm -hmm. kind of primary ingredients in chemtrails. Mm -hmm. And you were saying, which I hadn't heard before, that the aluminum dries out the soil. Yeah, it's hydrophilic and addressed in soil and uh, and it's also a poison. So. Right. You got that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> None of them are supposed to be in our tomatoes or mm -hmm. any other thing. No. Well, we in the Midwest, the same thing's happening. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had reports of tomato blights and tomatoes not growing and 
they're normally so easy to grow. Well, you, you know? stick them in the ground and you get a wheelbarrow. Plenty of water. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the other thing we, you know, what else affects everything, everywhere? Mm-hmm. So you've got the air, the water, um, and the sun. And that's where our conversation started becoming really interesting. Yeah. And Katrine Walensky, who was mm-hmm. a friend of yours for a long time, you guys know Katrine. Um, Katrine and I are friends from Sedona. I've interviewed her on Gaia a few years ago. We're getting ready to do another one mm-hmm. um, soon. Katrine was talking to me the other day and saying they were seeing really kind of interesting patterns happen that were correlating with what she says. People mm-hmm. are talking about it. You even felt someone this morning in a store talking about solar. Solar flares, yeah. solar activity. And Katrina added uh, an overlay that there was a reduction from her studies and research in solar winds happening right now, and, and that leaves less UV protection between the sun and the earth. So we started kind of playing with the idea, is it possible that changes in the sun and the sun's output right now could also be involved in mm-hmm. what's happening with crops? You know, And the, I can't speak for anywhere except the experiences and the people we've met, right. but this you guys are in Cincinnati, right? That's a long way from the Sacramento Valley yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and having the same problem. So one thing I'd like to do is invite you, if if you're noticing these kind of anomalies in your crops and gardens in your region to let us know so we can start looking at this together and see what might be impacting everything. Mm-hmm. But as we brought up the sun, each of us had our own statement about it and you can mm-hmm. each share what you had to say. Because I thought I was alone in this. I was like hiding yeah, well, from the sun. You know, when I was young, you know, I had no problems, you know, running around in the sun. Um, but you know, in the last five or six years, it's just been so freaking hot. I, I can, you know, it, my skin is shriveling up. <laughs> it's yeah. like I, I can see it every year. You know, if, if I just sit out in the sun for very long, it just starts to shrivel up. And uh, it's that UVC. We're in a solar minimum. You know, so it's like you were saying, uh, there's less uh, solar wind, you know, there's, there's more filtration in the UVC. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so, you know, as we were talking last night, of course, uh, we, were, we were talking about, well, what are solutions? Well, you know, less sun exposure, but then, you know, of course, we're not getting, you know, all, uh, all the benefit, you know, that the sun does, right? Exactly. The sun is supposed to be our friend, but all of a sudden it's our enemy, you know, in a way, right? But so minimum solar um, Exposure, I think, is really, really excellent. You know, but we have to really minimize it now because of the harmful effects. That's know, that true. Because that always you were saying the heat, and yeah. and it does get warm up here in BC. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm noticing even in California, and we're in an area that's hot. It's mm-hmm. regularly we've mm-hmm. had years where it's uh, over 100 degrees, 30 days in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Sacramento Valley, so mm-hmm. it's not uncommon to have hot summers like this. Yeah. It's not about the temperature or heat. It's about the intensity it's the radiation. of the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the radiation. It's it's a it's a different kind of uh, penetration. You know that goes deep into the skin and, and breaks down molecular structure. Right, and that's mm. and each one of us was saying independently that we haven't been going out in the sun in mm. the main daylight hours anymore. Mm. For me, after eight eight thirty in the morning. Uh, at this time of year, after 7.30 in the morning in the summer, mm-hmm. I want to be out of the sun because it actually hurts. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's hurting my aura, it's hurting my whole, my brain mm-hmm. and my whole being, and I thought I was there's something wrong with me, mm-hmm. and bring it up and everyone's feeling the same way. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but it's something, it's something to consider. Mm-hmm. But also the notion of this solar activity and its effect on our health. Um, Katrine was saying, and this is not to frighten anyone, because these are just kind of energetic signatures. But um, 
she was talking about a group, a, a person that has one of the Metatron machines, which is, why don't you explain a little bit about I'm, it? Do you I'm know? not that knowledgeable about okay. Metatron. The, you guys, you who, more who knows more about it? Well, Katrine uh, mm. was doing some work with some friends of mine, mm -hmm. and we talk on a regular basis, mm -hmm. and they were comparing their inflammation scores from when the scan was done a year ago to the scan that was done you know, eight months ago or nine months ago and then six months ago and three months ago when they were changing their diet and their lifestyle to alter their inflammation because the Metatron machine alter, it recognizes inflammation in the body. Is it kind of like a SCIO machine as an analytic device? It measures the frequency output in your body and certain signatures of certain diseases almost vis-a-vis rife frequencies and such, right? In terms of yes. its ability to diagnose mm -hmm. yes. something like that. It's a yes. diagnostic tool. I haven't experienced it. I've heard other people have had really some pretty profound experiences with it. Um, Katrine says, who's, she's a genius, mm -hmm. Katrine says she thinks it's a really valid technology, not perfect, but pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. And so your, when your group was seeing it, it was inflammation on the rise. Mm -hmm. In Katrine's group, the last you know, a few months ago, several months ago, they noticed there was a little bit of kind of tumor energy in people's fields. And then this last time, maybe a couple months ago, I believe it was now, massive rise in the same group of people when the Metatron practitioner came around with the machine, mm -hmm. a massive rise in that signature, mm -hmm. which again, most cancers have to do with inflammation, right? So it would be yeah. somehow related. Yeah, I haven't talked to her about that yeah. correlation. My friends were just managing their diet, mm -hmm. but certainly they trusted the technology because they seen a correlation between what they were eating up to a certain point and how they were living and the change in the inflammation. Right. So it's decided credence to the technology. Exactly. So some. So again, I mean, our tomatoes are growing, but other things are happening in our own IO fields. And the the technology was measuring it, and they're going to measure it again in December. Katrina and I are going to be doing a live show next Sunday, mm -hmm. um, the 14th of October, and we're going to be talking about all of this and taking questions from the patrons um, regarding this. So one thing that came up was we just need to be aware of that because at the basis of most cancers is some form of inflammation oftentimes. And so, John, you can speak to that better because you look at it energetically yeah, as well. Yeah, there's certainly a disturbance uh, in, inflammation is more or less a result of mm -hmm. rather than a cause. Cause, yeah. Um, so, but you, you could go back to say an alkal acid alkaline kind of correlation mm -hmm. and, um, and a lack of oxygen. You know, becomes cancer cells become anaerobic, or or are anaerobic. And radiation um, would have such an effect. Well, yeah. The the way I look at it is that uh, cancer is sort of the end result. And if you look at Dr. Simoncini's work, he wrote a book on our cancer yes. is fungus, right? Yes. And I took a lot of cues from that. Um, so so if you think of you know, when you walk out in nature, you see, you know, mushrooms growing on uh, on uh, dead plant matter. You know, it's very similar inside the body. So it's a breakdown in the body, you know. And as, uh, as the tissues, uh, if they don't have enough integrity, you know, there's, uh, they start to break down, you know, and there's, a, there's quite, a, quite a bit of toxicity involved here as well. Because, uh -huh. you know, and, you know, when I'm working with people, um, you know, I hear about 
people doing all these cleanses for toxins, but toxins don't just arise. You know, they have to be caused by something. So I keep going back to causative factor, right? And, uh, and in this case, causative factor would be an accumulation of toxins and, uh, and a breakdown in tissue integrity, which causes, um, you know, just the natural progression of life. It's just cancer to me is, is just nature. It's, it's nature taking its course. So it's a breakdown in the body while we're still walking around. So it's like, uh, uh, the tissues are starting to disintegrate, you know, the, the fungus is start to take over, you know, and it's when, when we go to the grave, you know, the funguses take over, uh -huh. you know, it's just the natural way of life. So, so we always have can, you know, candida and various other funguses in the body. And, um, and that's setting us, us up for when the body passes. Right. But, you know, cancers are uh, actually, you know, the breakdown of the body, you know, even before we're ready to go. Right? Right. And, and this is the tragedy of it, you know. But, you know, it all relates back to lifestyle, um, you know, the kind of food we've been eating. Um, and there's so many other little factors, you know, that we could go into in more detail sometime. But it's uh yes so if you take um all of these factors you've just mentioned so and we have to include stress in there emotional stress acidifies mm -hmm. the blood mm -hmm. in the body yeah. Yeah. and then we have the toxin aspect yeah. um yeah. lifestyle diet yeah. and then you hear something like what katrina's noticing and like mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. your group is noticing mm -hmm. uh through this uh, metatronic um diagnostic mm -hmm. device mm -hmm. and then what would you say to people then is if there's if these markers are showing up in the field more in mass through mm -hmm. that technology. I think what we're do we under need a lot of stress. On? We're under a lot of stress right now, yeah. and uh, it's it's a social phenomenon as well as uh, an astronomical phenomenon, mm -hmm. so to speak. And so, yeah, the 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 solar minimum is putting us through. Uh, we're we're being really amped up spiritually, um, but mm -hmm. we're also being faced with you know difficult emotional challenges through that. Indeed, and, and magnetic fluctuations. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I was actually going to hit, you know, we have this energy from the sun, but also from galactic sources, mm -hmm. you know, these high energy protons and other things that are hitting us now that the gamma rays that are, you know, that scientists are saying it's some of the highest, you know, they've seen. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's another stressor on the body, it seems. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I guess, you know, the Mayans and others who read these cycles say it's also a potential for rising in consciousness I mean, for so that stimulation that we're getting you know maybe emotionally mm -hmm. spiritually growth you know is we're growing but that could be stressful and yeah. cause more stress on the body too well yeah absolutely yeah well when you're starting to have a breakdown when you have a breakdown in the natural way of being mm -hmm. we're vulnerable we're open mm -hmm. and of course it makes sense that that's where learning growth um, spiritual growth would come in. It usually doesn't happen when everything's rocking along perfectly. No, no. We need stress to grow. Yeah. 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 It's and we need to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We need, and we are vulnerable. We feel vulnerable even physically. What yeah. you, what you yeah. have to say, Clay? Um, even spiritual evolution can have a type of stress associated with it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that even if we're going off in consciousness, it doesn't mean it's always going to be comfortable. And it doesn't have a corollary challenge with that evolution. Right. So just to frame it, and I think it's an opportunity for us to 
take a look at ourselves and the world around us and mm -hmm. use the resources we have to take the next step in our evolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of the wild emotions we've been experiencing, certainly, you know, the huge division between people in the United States, yes. um, emotional division, we mm -hmm. have just so much, there's so much anger flooding people's <clears throat> bodies and mm -hmm. systems that creates an acidification yeah. for one. Mm -hmm. It also creates, and some, many people are depression of sorts. So you're kind of untethered from your normal, mm -hmm. you know, sunny, optimistic frame of mind. Mm -hmm. But I'm noticing even personally, there is a lot that is coming up to look at in a different way as a result mm -hmm. of all that pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of trauma. A lot of trauma. Lot of trauma coming up to be healed, you know, to mm -hmm. be expressed. It's things that have been held tightly and not expressed for so long for so many people uh -huh. that that trauma coming out can be a re-experience re and mm -hmm. can be tough on the body but boy is it healthy to get it out and, and it it sure looks messy it right looks now. messy it feels <laughs> messy but the truth of people's <clears throat> real feelings we talked about this yesterday the split <clears throat> in the united states <clears throat> people's real feelings are coming out yeah. people's baseline intolerances yeah. and anger is coming out to be <clears throat> reviewed looked at and ideally transformed ideally transformed into mm -hmm. and so along in this conversation we were talking about because you were in a store or a restaurant and someone's talking about the solar activity again yeah. today yeah. after we had this conversation. Yeah. Just oh, that affects emotional states and the ability to process in the brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are hungry to know what's influencing them, what's affecting them. Because they're just feeling a little off-balance and crazy and don't know why. So if you're feeling off-balance and crazy, we're all feeling the same way. So <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that. Another thing has to do with the magnetic field, and Katrine brought up the magnetic field, These this uh, dissipation of the Earth's magnetic field, which goes through, we, you've all heard about these cyclical patterns where we go through a reversal in the Earth's magnetic field, a polar reversal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Greg, Mac, Greg Braden originally came to our consciousness because he had written a book regarding the dissipation of the magnetic field surrounding the Earth and the implications of what it was going to do to our bodies, our lives, our planet, um, our produce, animals, everything. Now, he stopped talking about that about 10 or 15 years ago and doesn't bring it up, will not engage in that topic anymore. And I'm not sure why, but, you know, it could be a lot of reasons. He may have just said, yeah, I've done my part. I don't need to go any further. The fact is the magnetic field continues to fluctuate and continues to dissipate. That hasn't stopped. And I know my own guides, the soul family, you've heard me talk about many times. Uh, I mentioned this in a recent um, little Regina's Cantina piece have stated that as this continues, people will feel like they're losing their, their grip. Mm -hmm. Short-term memory in young and old alike starts going, and that's one of the number one factors that happens, mm -hmm. signatures of it. And then we start dissipating into erratic behavior. I don't think anyone needs to look too far to see that that's happening globally. Yeah. And ultimately, <clears throat> the final stage to where it, it's confusing as to whether we're in waking time or dreaming time. Mm -hmm. But they said one thing you can do, which is part of the news you can use part, mm -hmm. um, is you can wear little magnetic devices, you can sleep with magnetic devices, keep mm -hmm. them around you, um, to go ahead and invest in whatever you, you resonate with in mm -hmm. terms of magnetic magnetics and keep it on or close to your body so that it gives your brain the support that it needs to continue functioning well. So I don't know if any of you do that, or I'm going to start when I go back. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that was a great that was that was a great tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, really, and 
Someone else mentioned the the sleep magnets that you can put on yes. your mattress too. So yes. that might be another another good way. Yeah, a lot of ways to do it. And maybe maybe you guys can do a little of your your magic calibrations to find out. Maybe mm-hmm. with different. Maybe you can look at different uh, technologies and products out there and kind of get mm-hmm. a calibration on which ones yeah. seem to be generally more effective than others. And and I can share it with the audience later. Yeah, this magnetic issue is something that's kind of on the edge of my awareness. And last night was, you know, moving more to the center. It may be uh, mm-hmm. an influence that is worth a lot more attention. Yeah, it's interesting. It's worth it's worth mm-hmm. looking into, I think. And then another thing we were talking about is the brains do not operate. And I interviewed Dr. Dr. Jack Cruz. Oh, yes. I mean, the guy's brilliant. <laughs> he's a hard to... Mm-hmm. He, He's hard to understand sometimes. He's, he's very technical. So yeah. technically Epipaleo brilliant. Epipaleo RX is the book. But you can watch my interview with him on Gaia because it's it's down to earth. You can understand him because I had to make it so I could understand him. <laughs> but one thing he says, a real culprit in our brain's functioning right now, and this is going all the way into uh, early onset of Alzheimer's and dementia and a lot of people, is our exposure to blue light. That came up in our conversation mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. because you were saying you're using a really low-tech way to deal yeah, with this. Yeah, just a street lamp, um, yeah. Yeah, which is red, uh, near-infrared. and uh, Like a heat lamp. Yeah, just a red heat lamp. A red heat lamp. That's like as low-tech and cheap yeah, as it yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it was it was appalling to me because, you know, when I started researching the uh, uh, infrared, uh, you know, so there were a lot of companies out there promoting the health benefits, but, you know, then they would come up with a product, you know, that's cost thousand three thousand dollars right and i said why are all these products you know like three thousand dollars <laughs> who's got three thousand dollars just to throw off uh, you know at every every little product that comes but are along. those like far infrared technologies versus near? yeah you know some of them but yeah. some of them are near really? and actually um so so i started you know just putting two and two together and it's like well what what is the the bandwidth here that we're looking at you know which is the most beneficial and it's around 660 680 you know most of these things devices are talking about 680 nanometers i guess and um so but you know so i i just ordered one <laughs> ordered, a- ordered ordered a heat lamp you know yeah and uh 39.99 yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was actually 10 bucks from hong kong <laughs> and i was like yeah uh, it actually arrived quicker than you know the one that i ordered from north america so it was like that kind of bothered me but um anyway so i stuck it you know in a, in a socket you know with a clamp and and put on my lamp lamp and uh as, as soon as i started to uh experience it i was just taking all these great big deep breaths and i'm like oh thank god you know it's like our summer has been rather shortened because we've had a lot of you know small smoke and and then you know and then it basically stopped you know beginning of september Mm -hmm. right and we've had cool weather ever since rainy cool so you got a couple months of warmth if that Mm -hmm. you know and uh and it was a late spring Mm -hmm. you know so so I, I feel I feel like it's feeding me, you know, very very deep cellular level, and the heat penetrates, you know, which is really nice. Well, we're going into winter everywhere right now, mm-hmm. so this is good for people to. But know. it does it produces nit- uh, nitrous oxide, you know, and I'm just understanding you know, what that does. I mean, but it, it helps, you know, in, in a lot of my, mitochondrial processes. It, it helps to expand the capillaries and. Uh, 
Capillaries in American English. Capillaries, uh, <laughs> making more circulation possible, you know, through in, into the superficial tissues. Um, but apparently it'll penetrate a couple inches, you know, and I can attest to that because I do feel it quite deep into my organs. That's wonderful. But, you know, 20 minutes, you know, uh, you know, I flip over. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so you can yeah. have one right on, clamped onto your head, headboard or something like yeah, that. On yeah, yeah, you know, but, you know, yeah. maybe two, 20 inches, two feet. From the know, body. From the body. Well, what's interesting, the reason we got into that is we started talking about light sources mm -hmm. and how happy we were that those nasty corkscrew CFL things are going bye-bye because those mm -hmm. make yeah. you sick yeah. and have mercury in them mm -hmm. and that nasty green light. Yeah, but... but they're being swapped out with LEDs, yes. which are more blue light, which is what's coming mm -hmm. off every device you have. And even the ones, the yellow, the yellow band is still got this kind of faint undertone of blue in it, uh, and it just doesn't not feel good. It's yeah. not like an old-fashioned incandescent light. Bulb. No, for sure. No. Yeah, no. yeah, I remember um, when this started, when the CFLs came in. I told you guys at dinner. I'll share with mm -hmm. you. I think David Icke was staying at my house at that mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. and he said he was telling about the conspiracy regarding these CFLs. Mm -hmm. And I, that was correct. I did some interviews on it. Those that was bad mm -hmm. technology. Mm -hmm. And so he started buying up <laughs> incandescent bulbs. I think he has a whole room full of them <laughs> at his apartment. And so we bought a little stock too, and we have enough incandescent to get by. And I thought, wow, LEDs, cool. But you're saying no. Yeah, no, cool, well, I was, right? I was all for them, you know, uh, years ago. <laughs> when, you know, we started investigating LEDs because I was working with a small te technology startup. And uh, we were all going uh, gaga because it was going to save so much electricity, da, 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 da. And, uh, and then it's turning out to be quite, quite the opposite. You know, the little bit that you're saving is not worth the health risks, you know, because the blue light is really shutting down. You know our ability to sleep. You know the yes. uh, uh, melatonin. Melatonin redemption. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, really, it's really. But you know the the red light. You know does uh, counteract that, and uh, and it will put you know nice vibration into your body that you know will counteract your exposures to mm -hmm. to the blue lights. So I I love that super yeah. low tech. Really Everybody low can afford it. We're yeah. entering mm -hmm. winter in the northern hemisphere, so mm -hmm. yeah. most of you that are watching this will mm -hmm. be able to, yeah. you know, do something if you want to warm up the body and really mm -hmm. feed feed the aura, feed mm -hmm. feed the entire system mm -hmm. and the brain. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think that that's great. And we we're talking more about the brain. So we got onto the subject of the brain. I'm just telling you what our dinner was like at this Thanksgiving table. It's a normal dinner for it's us. It's a normal dinner on a holiday. That's what I love about being up here. But started with gender identification. And gender identification. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a reveal that we didn't even know that one of the people at the dinner party had transformed from a woman to a man when we were having this conversation. Yes. Made a very successful transition yeah. and he identified that in the meal so everybody's kind of surprised and we're looking at all kinds of things in new ways right well, i so, didn't get that until today either but he's just a wonderful yeah. man named christopher yeah, now yeah. sweetie pie who, who does a lot of men's groups yeah, yeah it was such a good deep conversation about about that about the fluidity that's happening now mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um you know how it's yeah, that's really interesting you could try on different roles people can try on different roles mm -hmm. and switch but um yeah he had a really interesting perspective on what's happening in the u.s now and this whole all this trauma that's surfacing and um on abuse and 
you know, attacks and so forth, mm-hmm. that it's, this is for men to solve. This is what? It's for men to solve. Yes, for men to it's solve. It's not for women to solve by, you know, bringing it ha- forward. It's for men to solve by changing their behavior and, and what- Wait a minute, wait a minute. This was all stimulated because yeah. of the comments regarding the Kavanaugh confirmation right. and the yeah, women right. are angry. Yeah, yeah. And the women yeah, are angry and yeah. now we're saying, well, who has to fix this thing? We're even mm-hmm. more divided than mm-hmm. we were before. Yeah. And that's when you guys were talking about well, now up it's as in men. Open, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's in the it's all out to, out to so, now, so now we can actually, you know, kind of relate and, and you know, yeah. make, a, make a discussion about this because, right. you know, I don't think there's been any human being on this planet that hasn't been traumatized to in some degree. Absolutely. You know, uh, through, but a lot of it is their own self-talk. You know, this this is what, after many, many years of therapy, you know, this is what I had to you know, come to is like, Somewhere along the line, we make a decision, and that is self-generated. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you know, we have to, you know, own those decisions. And you know, since we do, you know, actually, spirit has a has a way of transforming that. Absolutely. We doubt. Yeah. Rushing in. Yeah. You know what I liked? I liked about what Christopher said was, you know, he and some other men in this mankind project group that he was in, you know, took a vow to take a stand in any conversation where things come up with a group of men talking, where the talk kind of goes into locker room talk to take a stand, you know, no, I'm not, not going to be here for that. I'm not going to, we're not talking about your mm-hmm. woman or my woman right. that way. And it's, right. you know, I'm uncomfortable with you expressing that, that violence about women verbally. So then we hopped onto the brain and how people felt, especially me, my brain was just not stitched together well the last week at all. And I just felt like I was somewhere between worlds. And we we're talking about how other people are feeling this, as we mentioned a little while ago. And we were talking about potassium as one thing and other minerals and what's right. the support for the brain that way. Can you talk about that a bit? Well, magnesium is something we always talk about or often talk about with FLFE and especially during these times when we are growing a lot mm-hmm. that that uh, magnesium and central fatty acids taken together and then there's a lot of studies on hypertension which can really affect the brain as well you know and stress would increase hypertension for one right mm-hmm. and then that balance of calcium and magnesium is what can cause that high blood pressure and so instead of doing a beta blocker you really need more magnesium mm-hmm. right in order to do that um, and then potassium, we were talking about. Yeah, for that was interesting. Heart. Yeah. What were you saying? About well, in the brain? potassium is part of the. Well, they call it the sodium potassium pump. You know, it's an ion exchange through the the nerve system. You know, so if you don't have enough potassium, you tend to feel faint. You can, uh, especially in the, in the heat, um, you you know that that feeling of heat stroke. You know what we commonly called heat stroke it's like it's it's usually that we sweated out all the potassium and we don't have you know any nerve strength left and so we feel faint and you know and and not there right but so so also you know reflects into heart palpitations and so on magnesium very very important for heart palpitation by the way you know so because um, magnesium loosens calcium tightens but you know calcium is Retain in the body magnesium, we pee out. So, so uh, we have to replenish it. Magnesium extraordinarily important you know, to, you know, in talking, terms of the yes. overall chemistry. Right? And do you, is there any particular form? I mean, there's magnesium mm. malate. I mean, there are all kinds of magnesiums. Mm. Any particular kind that you you think is 
most absorbable for most uh, people. Yeah, I, I actually stumbled across a, a, a recipe. And I love doing this because you know, it sort of short circuits, you know, a lot of the, the commercial, you know, aspects of supplements. Um, but you can get milk and magnesia and combine that in, you know, uh, I think it's three tablespoons per per liter of uh, carbonated water. <laughs> you know, so like any bubbly water that's carbonated, and uh, create your own magnesium bicarbonate, which is very very readily is absorbed. So. A bottle of milk magnesia can last you quite a long time. Oh, it's quite cheap. And uh, yeah, yeah, and we also talked about potassium. Yeah, and the other yeah, if you're ever stuck and and you know feeling this kind of heat law, you know heat wave or dizziness and so on, you can go to your local grocery store get potassium uh, by tartrate or potassium. It's called cream of tartar for cream bacon. Of tartar, cream of tartar, <laughs> which is potassium bitartrate. And that, you know, dissolves a little bit of that, you know, maybe half a teaspoon, uh, two or three times a day. And within three or four days, potassium is built up pretty quickly, you know. Mm -hmm. But within three or four days, those symptoms will disappear because you're, you're replenishing the potassium. How else I'm I mean, I know, and the people watching this know that I have, I've had some physical problems, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of this one thing that I was uh, initially, that I was born with and it's created seizures and issues where I have to end up in, where I've ended up in the ER. But the first thing they do is administer potassium ringers. Mm -hmm. Boom, I'll come in there virtually unconscious, unable to function at all, mm -hmm. and go home a few hours later after mm -hmm. a couple of bags of fluids with mm -hmm. potassium and my brain's, Kind of back together again. Yeah, but you see, so you you can go to your local grocery store and just pick up some cream of tartar and yeah, and do that for yourself. Easy, yeah. So yeah. you don't. So if you're feeling that mm -hmm. odd kind mm -hmm. of, you know what I'm saying with the mm -hmm. brain, where people it's just yeah, not yeah. there, it's not functioning. Yeah, yeah. And that has it. to do with other electrolytes too. Mm -hmm. And then you turned mm -hmm. us on to an electrolyte and you'd calibrated and said, "I'm not really wild about this company in general, but." Yes, we've done a lot of research on electrolytes for FLFE because we've really, in the high consciousness field, you need to pay attention to your hydration because you have positive <clears throat> mm -hmm. cellular metabolism that happens, just like in a pilgrimage site. We use yeah. that metaphor a lot. And the reason that people go there is they feel good. It's, you know, there's a positive metabolic process in a high consciousness field. Mm -hmm. So paying attention to your hydration is important and paying attention to, uh, paying attention to electrolytes is equally as important. So we said, well, let's do some research and find the best elect the best commercially available electrolyte in the world. And um, the one that we found, and I haven't tested if it's still the best in the world, was from a company that, called Alicer, which I'm not particularly fond of. But they have a product. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can see the package in my mind. Oh, it's emergency. Em it's it's emergency. the emergency company, but not the emergency vitamin like c packets yes is the emergency um electro something it's yes. electromix electromix yeah, yeah. yes. and i took some yesterday because mm -hmm. i was feeling fuzzy and i did i did it my brain better. yeah my brain started coming back yeah, you started again. clearing up even you you look different mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yesterday i was looked like a cloud probably moving through mm -hmm. <laughs> this dimension mm -hmm. but anyway so that's emergencies electromix for again to keep the integrity of the brain going so we have mm -hmm. magnets we have magnesium mm -hmm. we have potassium mm -hmm. we have electrolytes by this company yeah. emergencies electromix is mm -hmm. a good one you calibrated it, it looks yeah, good. Very good so these are all some of the 
some of the things that came up in conversation last night by way of um, information we can take in very inexpensively and start boosting our own health profile, including the near-infrared lamp, yeah. which I just yeah. uh, love that idea, yeah. to start balancing out the effect of the LEDs overhead and also all of the um, blue light coming off of our devices and screens. And did I miss anything? Was there anything else we chatted about last night? From, you know, sexual fluidity to brain function and solar flares and tomatoes. Just the healing that's coming with women reaching out to one another. Yeah. And deciding to stand together and instead of in a spirit of competition. Yes. Any old programming of that, but just standing together and the powerful witnessing that's happening from both women and men towards all, all of us. Absolutely. So this is a big time, big, big time that's calling up healing in all of us. All of us, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of covers Thanksgiving dinner Canadians. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>